Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Wherever you are, it is breakfast somewhere. So eat up. Welcome to breakfast with Vinny. Food for thought. Okay. So brandification and relevance. Brandification. So we're brands now. What does that mean? A logo, a catchphrase. Like often when I think of a brand, I think of something that I could trust. And um, a lot of people develop brand loyalty. But I think typically it should be for a good reason that you trust that brand for a specific reason or reasons. Uh, reliability, quality. I mean, years ago, I remember uh, these establishments um, that were branded that, you know, with the logo that I could identify with, I would latch on to, I would anchor that identification with a particular quality. And um, and then years go by, and sometimes I see these places becoming uh, franchises, and I see them in spread over various urban areas, and now it's just more rubber chicken. That's what it's become. So I guess the uh, the brand sort of usurped the uh, idea of any kind of substance or you know quality that might have reflected why the brand even came into existence in the first place. Um, <laughs> I've been to places in small remote towns in Europe, and I see these places that I could find here in you know Hollywood or or uh, any number of places. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, why did I have to travel 5,000 miles to come here and go there? I could just drive up the street and see the same thing. What do you got? What's your sort of cultural contribution here? You know, I, I want that. I want to see what you have. Show me your wares, you know? Show me your local cuisine. I don't want to get the same coffee and the same sort of toiletries and things that I could see at a um, duty-free shop in an airport that are just sort of infiltrating every small town that I go to, you know? So much for brandification. And I guess that, uh, you know, in this sort of age of followers and likes and all that sort of thing, it's just, you know, you're a brand now. But I, I can't single-handedly change it. So it is what it is. And then there's relevance. Relevance. What does it mean to be relevant I just wonder why people even bring that up and why it's such a sort of catchphrase. Um, I almost wonder if it just comes out of fear of irrelevance, which is not surprising in an age where you have the attention span of a small end table because we have this deluge of uh, audiovisual stimuli coming at us like a tidal wave. It, it just reminds me of I get a visual on it where... <laughs> You know, after some sort of cataclysmic event, there's this huge tidal wave coming coming at me. And uh, all of a sudden, I just see this, you know, inside of this humongous wave, there's this, there's like a, a gas station pump with the handle dangling and billboards, you know, flying by with a bunch of garbage printed on them and, you know, overpriced cars and rooftops of overpriced housing units that... Uh, constructed with the integrity of a cracker, all flying by, all these shiny objects, this deluge of garbage, and, and all of a sudden, there's this tiny, tiny little ornate box 
with beautiful wood carving and it's sealed really well and on the edges it's sealed with gold and it just kind of rushes by unnoticed in the midst of all this rubbish and nobody sees it. They just see the sort of uh, big objects of rubbish and, and inside of it is the Hope Diamond and nobody saw it. Nobody cared, didn't even notice it. She kind of reminds me of that. I don't know why. Not sure why, but it just came to mind. But relevance, I mean, what do we mean when we speak of relevance? I mean, I think it's fairly synonymous with pertinent, which means pertaining or relating directly and significantly uh, to the matter at hand, you know, relevant. I guess another, another valuable synonym would be significant. Another is important. Um, I think it's safe to say that a common association with relevance or being relevant is significance. Is this significant? Am I significant is really what it is. Am I relevant or am I still relevant or other questions? And the last one is what will be concentrated on for the most part, being relevant. So when we speak of relevance, do we also think of timeless relevance or relevance that stands the test of time, so to speak? This being on a timeline, then instead, do we think of relevance in terms of current relevance? Well, if so, then it would seem that one who is currently relevant would seek to remain relevant or not to become irrelevant. So it, it begs the question of how we perceive relevance. It also begs the question of who perceives relevance, relevance according to whom. And does a particular segment who regard relevance as temporary even care about what or who suddenly becomes irrelevant to them? Is the Mona Lisa relevant, the Great Pyramid of Cheops, the Sistine Chapel? Is complete unfettered freedom relevant? Is money relevant? Is absolute truth relevant? I don't know. Poetry? Are virtues common to the good of society relevant? What are they? Is ensemble playing relevant? To who and why? Is improvisation relevant? In what context? Is handwriting relevant? Why or why not? Is the ability to, to memorize data relevant in an age of machines doing almost everything or most thinking for people? Are humans still relevant? Notice, of course, that I use the word still only in that sentence. It puts a timeline on it from, from a beginning to the present moment, kind of implicating or questioning the relevance of humans in present time as if it's the only time that we have had to consider to seriously consider that. Is my musical instrument still relevant? I think that for a lot of people, being relevant might mean being famous or to be remembered. I don't think that the two are necessarily entwined or necessarily related. Some, some people might not even care about being remembered as long as they're famous while they're alive right now. They want to be noticed above the crowd, maybe even privileged characters. Some who want to be remembered, they may have that tied into feelings of mortality. They might not even be concerned about throwing their genes into the future. They just want to be remembered for themselves, not their offspring. Some just want to feel relevant in the sense that they, they feel significant, however that is defined for them. Relevance. Significance. You know what? You're here. You were born and you're alive. 
you're relevant. You're significant already. Your existence is not meaningless or irrelevant. So maybe the idea is to acknowledge that first, then realize that your relevance or significance is it's not defined by trends, the latest musical or fashion or social or whatever whimsy. It's just not. That's no more of an arbiter of truth than a large consensus is. Vast amounts of people can be misled. That's like saying, eat feces. 10 million flies can't be wrong. <laughs> you might not be the type of person paying attention to the trends uh, or the styles of a particular social group, uh, like, for example, mass media pop music. And you might look at the television and see someone with a microphone who looks like they're singing or yelling with some particular costume on, flanked by dancers and a huge decorative set, and maybe even think, oh, another person singing or yelling with dancers and costumes again. You might really think that, especially if the sound wasn't turned on. Or you might be of a particular social group that does pay attention to that, to whom it does matter, and to you it's something new. Newness on that level of exposure usually guarantees relevance, at least for five minutes. It's not even new in the sense of never having seen or heard anything like it. It's only new because it's a new person or a group of people previously unknown or unseen. But now they're on the big screen. They hit the big time, so instant relevance. It's like a new car model every year or minor changes in a product that border on insignificant, but they sell those things because people buy into it. They buy the idea of being sold. Then there's cases of artists who suddenly want to appeal to a different audience, usually a much, much younger one, in order to stay relevant. Maybe some of these artists might even be iconic, but somehow instead of realizing the vast audience they already have, who get them and really appreciate them as well as the immeasurable worth, it's not good enough. It's not as good as being the next huge thing just not enough. So they totally change their presentation and content to try to appeal to a different audience, many who may not even know who they are. It's one thing being an unknown trying to gain mass appeal and approval to an audience one's own age when there's at least a common point of identification or several. Age group, cultural mores, indigenous to that group, and so on. But if one is 40 or 50 years older, and the task is not only more formidable, trying to win them on their turf, but maybe even disingenuous. But that's not always the case. It usually is when trying to assimilate this mass appeal, suddenly forcing your song-dash stories down their throat, and it's just not their preferred meal. In the case of jazz, maybe it's a bit different. An iconic jazz artist who's maintained their integrity for that many years might already have the respect of a younger audience because that artist isn't suddenly trying to do the newest pop-pap just in an attempt to be popular to another group of people and maybe watering themselves down horribly in the process. And let's not forget about those old chestnuts, persuasion, manipulation, and marketing. How else do you fuel consumerism? Oh, you drive last year's model. Oh, oh, your camera is six months old? Ew. This consumerism sort of redefines the idea of relevance. It's just nuts. It's absolutely nuts. You know, I talk about process. How can any artist be involved in process when most of their careers are 10 minutes long or that people can't latch onto their journey and even they can't? How can you even contemplate 
if attention span is, like I said, the same as a small end table, contemplate or reflect on what? Forget about permanence. How about just groundedness and at least a sense of some sort of stalwart immovability in a whirlwind of transient chaos? Reminds me of slapping a house together with plywood that you could knock the walls over from a sneeze and then paying a million dollars for it. You know, versus a versus a 200-year-old house in Europe that's weathered just about everything. And it still looks good, too. It doesn't have to be repainted or remodeled every five or ten years to match trends to get sold to us so that we all have the same kitchen. Everybody jump on the bandwagon. All together now. Same hot lick of the week. Go. Real progress or advancement is one thing. Creativity, because it's woven into us. You know, the muse wants to express, to create. That's one thing. This other BS is another. You're not a product. You're a person, a human being. You're relevant and significant. Your relevance is not determined by the marketing lies and, and persuasive BS con artists spewing a bunch of insignificant hot air. Talk about being woke. That's what we need to be woke to, the BS. Probably half the reason we keep looking for the next new shiny object is to distract us from ourselves. That new video, now I'll finally get it. Yeah. God only knows I've seen this crap 350 times already from at least that many people, but this one will really make it sink in. Well, it already sunk in. Maybe you just don't believe it yet. Relevance. You're already there. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of Breakfast with Vinny.